What up, guys? We are back. Podcast Posse, Nay, Rico, myself, Bertie. We are missing Arson P, but uh, we're still continuing this thing. How you guys doing? What's up? Good, man. Happy Monday. Happy I wish Monday. every day was Monday. This day is crazy. <laughs> Monday is insane. Yeah, yeah always. Mondays are always insane. Yeah, um, for me, I'm like, I have to go to work in a little bit, so my days are like a little off. Uh, like when I'm, when I'm, when I'm going to work, most people are getting ready for bed, and when I come home, people are going to work. So, has it does a time change affect you in work? No, not really. I mean, because it was just daylight savings, so that kind of sucked. Just watching the the clock stay one o'clock. Oh like, uh, yeah, because you had to get yeah, an extra it hour. It was like one fifty nine, and then boom, it yeah. hit one o'clock again. Yeah. But uh, I remember one time we were in Vegas. This was like a few years ago. We went during daylight savings, and uh, it was like an extra long night just because you know it repeated or whatever. Mm-hmm. How was you guys this weekend? Good. Oh, uh, what did I do? I didn't do anything. I That's didn't why do I was good. Either. <laughs> yeah. But I literally stayed home with the boys, and it was ins- more insane. Yeah. It was yeah. cool. I just went to the dog park. Um, and that's it. Going back home. Sometimes, sometimes you need those days to where you just chilling. Yeah, I just got back from New Orleans. Me and Bon, I took a last minute trip. Uh, we went for Halloween, and uh, that shit was lit. That's like New cool. Orleans is probably one of my favorite cities. In the states or in general? Just well, it probably in the states. I haven't really ventured off to more places, but it's weird because it's just like a lot of people that travel and stuff. They want to hit up like different countries but mm-hmm. you from like the united states is so big yeah, there's so much. and then, you know yeah. like each city is like completely different yeah. yeah like it was almost like a culture shock to me you know like going out there to new orleans just to just like the whole vibe like the party atmosphere like i'm i'm pretty sure new orleans is probably like the number one party city in america <laughs> it was it was i've never seen anything like that we went for halloween everybody was dressed up to the t um, everybody was having a good time. You know, you could like drink alcohol out there in the street. So you could like literally buy a drink at the bar and then just like parade down the street and stuff. And yeah, it was just like a lot of history and a lot of culture. And it's like the city's like old as fuck. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I always hear that, that partying scene in New Orleans never fails. Um, so yeah. Did you learn anything about the history? Yeah, definitely, bro. Cause um, I mean, you know, like, I knew like briefly about like the Louisiana Purchase and just how like you know it's like a southern state but uh, just like to know like why like the architecture is the way it is and like it was first it was owned by the by France and then France sold it to Spain for like 40 50 years and then that's when um, the United States did the Louisiana Purchase so like there's all these cultures that kind of left their mark but then France being like the number one and um it was crazy because like we went on this ghost tour and they were talking about how like New Orleans, um, it was a southern slate. Uh, they were a southern state, but they were like way more progressive than like the rest of the southern states. Just how like they treated their slaves, like they called it Code Noir, which means like it's in Fran- French means like Code Black to where like it was like these ethics that they had of like meat. You know, like they couldn't like treat their slaves like hella bad or be hella brutal to them. So um, like every Sunday they gave their uh, slaves a, um, a free day off. And um, that what the slaves did is they spent their free time at this park across from uh, 
the French uh, French Quarter. It was called Congo Square, and uh, this this park was like super super like monumental because that's where jazz was uh, formed, and then also too that's where like the voodoo practices were. Um, that's where they perform like their you know like their religious beliefs and stuff and like the reason why voodoo was so prominent in new orleans is because the people out in new orleans allowed them to do that they weren't like so persecuted when it came to like religion and uh, it was it's crazy too because when we were going down there we we're walking like a like we were walking to different voodoo shops. Like at first, me and me and me and Pona were like, "Damn, we're like, I don't wanna, I don't know if we wanna go in here or whatever. This is kind of like crazy or whatever." And I went into one, and I swear I'm not like into like this woo woo shit, you know. I'm very like, you know, when it comes to, you know, just like superstition, or whatever. I just really don't believe in shit anymore. But I swear I felt this heavy ass energy when I went into one, and I'm like, "Fuck, this is like real." And I was telling her, I was just like, "Man, like I could super feel this. Like this is deep." And then I was just like reading the description on there and like a lot of like the voodoo stores, they um, like they have like they have it on there. Like this is like positive energy, you know, mm -hmm. like the energy that you bring in there, you know, that's what you're going to get out. So when we did this ghost tour, um, he kind of described it. And he was, so what is like the first thing you guys think about when you guys think of voodoo? Three, two, um, one. Pins. Yeah, right? Like voodoo dolls, right? <laughs> yeah. So voodoo dolls actually, and it's crazy too because just like, you know, Hollywood portrays it like super dark and especially like, you know, with yeah. Christianity, you know, thinking like it's like the devil's work or whatever. But the origin behind the voodoo dolls was that, you know, like the slaves and stuff, they didn't have like doctors that they could see. So they would go to like their local voodoo, you know, witch doctors, whatever, for uh, like to seek help. So what a voodoo doll was it was like a form of like medical records right so like they couldn't read or write so what they did was they had these dolls that represented their patients so like let's say like one of the patients broke their leg working they would stick pins in there and like the the number of pins would like measure their pain level yeah. so that's yeah so that's how like that that's what the voodoo dolls were originally for yeah and then of course you know like when hollywood puts their touch on it they want to make it like all dark and demonic and stuff but that's what he was saying he was just like pretty much like it voodoo is based on like what you put into it like if you put good energy into it then you're going to receive good energy if you put bad or negative energy into it you're going to receive negative energy like one of like the most prominent figures in, in voodoo was uh, uh marie laveau yeah. and um she was like the voodoo queen but she was also a, de a devout catholic like she almost she almost reached sainthood um, you know, like you have to like perform like certain miracles. Right. It's hella funny because we were laughing because they were like, they were, the, the guard was just like, guess what miracles she performed? And we're all like, oh, like she healed somebody. <laughs> and then he was just like, nah, she just donated a shit ton of money to the church yeah. like twice. <laughs> so we're like, oh, okay, yeah. that's what, you, yeah. But uh, also too, like there was like a super dark side too. Remember you were just talking about um, the American Horror Story? Yeah, yeah. How uh, yeah. Like season four or whatever, Coven, um, that there was um there was a mansion there uh her name was i can't pronounce it. it's like some french name uh la lorraine madame yeah. la lorraine and uh this is like real shit too like we passed by and he was like you see this mansion right here this is probably one of the most darkest mansions in all of like american history and uh she was like some prominent french figure and what she would do is she would like uh she would have a dungeon for her slaves and she would torture her slaves like something brutal. Like they said that she had one slave, she broke like the slave's arm and recasted it so this slave could walk like a crab. She would like do like these crate like she would gouge their eyes out. She would uh Wait, how far are you on the show? Um I've never oh, watched it, so you just killed it all. No, well, no, no, well he's no, not talking is, about the show. This is like real history <laughs> but, right here. This, the show is based on that. I yeah. mean, of course, like they fabricated it to make so, it a little bit more interesting. Right, right? now, but... But yeah, but we've seen... And so we've seen like that... Um, 
we seen that mansion and we were like, damn, like that's crazy. Like just to know that shit like went you, on. You get to go in? No, you don't get no. to go in. Cause like he was like, so he was just like, I don't even go, I don't even like walk on the same street. Like you see that we're on the other side of the street. He was like, that shit's just bad luck. And then um, Nicholas Cage bought it. And then I guess like some sh crazy shit happened to where he had to make like this offering and he had to buy like a cemetery plot at like one of the famous cemeteries to kind of like pay homage to the spirits or whatever. And then he sold it and then like some other private owner like bought it. But yeah, it, I, honestly, I recommend you guys go. Like you guys could probably do New Orleans like in three days. Yeah, it's I've been wanting dope. to go. I heard there's like different types of voodoo though. Like there's uh, African voodoo, yeah. Asian voodoo. Yeah. And, uh -huh. uh, um, but I also did hear that some of their practices were kind of covered up because in certain areas, maybe in Haiti or something like that, yeah. um, they actually pretended that they were doing some kind of Christian or Catholic yeah. uh, practices uh -huh. to hide from their slaves that they were actually doing yeah. voodoo. Uh -huh. That goes uh, back, back, like back to like Santeria too. Yeah. Like a lot of the times that's what they would do. They would, um, they, they would hide their gods or shadow their gods with, with Christian saints. Yeah. Just so it could be more, like, you know, appealing to, you know, the Catholic yeah, yeah, and I think because of that, there's some, like, incorporation of some figures in yeah. both that, that, that are pretty similar. So, yeah. So could you, like, buy these voodoo dolls? Did they, like... Yeah, you could buy them. You could, like, for sure buy them. But, like, I don't... We didn't, we didn't touch them. But, I mean, <laughs> it was kind of cool. We bought some sage and then the, uh, the, the Palo Santo. Yeah, um, we bought that, and then we bought some sage and shit at one of the, like the voodoo shops. Yeah. Afterwards, like when we got the tour, and then he kind of gave us like the backstory, then we felt more comfortable. Yeah, but uh, yeah, bro, it's it's it's, it's just dark. You well, know? made me so, wonder about Santeria though, because remember when Cuba yeah. Santeria was everywhere. Yeah, uh -huh. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's just it's just uh, just another form of religion that they that they kept going for a long time. You yeah. Know? And, yeah, but yeah. yeah, that shit was that shit was crazy, bro. It was, yeah, it, it's definitely um, a unique city, just because like there's just so many misfits, and like I guess like that's like where they're accepted. You know, so it's it's fucking dope, bro. And yeah, because when you think of New Orleans, it's just uh, the thought of it immediately is not like anything that you think of any yeah, corner no. of this country. Or think of food. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, especially food. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. And like for me. That was one of the things that I want, like why I wanted to go so bad is because I love fucking Cajun food. I love that shit so much. And uh, they do it the best over there. You know, that's what they're pretty much known for. And uh, I I just, I ate everything and everything was super bomb too. Well, I mean, that kind of like leads to like our next topic of just, just completely going diets. off of your diets. <laughs> like for real. Diets. And we're in November too, so Yeah. You know that's the month we all pick out. Yeah, it's like the hardest, right? Like November and December. Yeah. Are kinda like holidays. the hardest because yeah, it's the holidays. Yeah, you'll definitely fall off during yeah. the holidays. But but that's a thing with diets. It's like it's like the yo yo effect, right? Like you mm -hmm. go on diet, you lose weight and then you gain weight and then you lose it again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why they fail most of the times. But yeah, I think definitely diets is, is probably something that I would consider a lot more important than actually working out um, for many reasons. But, you know, it's kind of hard being an American specifically. Yeah, we eat sure. We eat like no other country eats. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like if you, we, we talked about this earlier, but when you go to like, I don't know, let's say Europe, for example, uh -huh. um, the way they eat, um, they have like dinner at 9 p.m. Yeah, um, super late. Yeah, they take naps throughout the day, and, and mm -hmm. their their portions are not monstrous like ours. Uh -huh. Like we we pay like what 
five to eight bucks and we get a ton of food yeah versus out there you pay the same and they give you enough food but you never you're never hungry like yeah. you never actually feel like fuck i could order another one of these mm-hmm. um you feel f- like fulfilled yeah. so they just Perfectly. eat all all day smaller portions yeah well specifically in spain in spain you definitely have just tapas all day it's yeah. like just small meals throughout uh-huh. the entire day and it's weird because breakfast isn't too big out there nah, yeah, no, like when isn't. we were in greece you know like us being fat ass americans and shit we wake yeah. up like, oh let's go get some breakfast but yeah. we had a hard time finding breakfast and like what they do out there they just have coffee and then like a small pastry yep. yeah. and that's how and then they just wait they prolong it you know they go to work they come home take a nap and then when it's nine ten o'clock that's when it's, that's when like the restaurants are booming yeah and then it's in it's live too like when everybody goes out to eat that um in spain i've seen it in spain i've seen it in italy and even in germany it's um when when the later it gets the more you see people at the restaurants mm-hmm. um, yeah and that's so funny because we're like taught like don't eat past a certain yeah. like yeah. time mm-hmm. yeah we were also taught too that breakfast was the most important meal of the day yeah. but i mean now i mean with like cutting edge science and stuff they say that like the most benefits is when you fast you know when you have like these windows to when you fast yeah and that's that's pretty much the diet that i've really um considered my go-to diet Mm -hmm. uh, is intermittent fasting yeah um i've tried vegan diet i've tried vegetarian diet a paleo diet um i've done uh the keto diet I even tried a pescatarian one, but I, to me, the intermittent fasting is, is yeah. I love it. That's the one mm-hmm. that that works for me. And uh, I know I mentioned to you, Brady, there's no scientific fact that like any of these diets actually work for. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's, you know, whatever it is, there's actually no, there's just research, there's theories, there's, um, you know, there's the, people have uh, facts to prove in every single diet that you come across, but None of them are solid evidence that says, hey, this is the diet that's going to work 110% of the time. Yeah. And then that's the one thing, too, especially like what gets me so irritated is like when I talk to people about diets, like there's no like one trick pony to diets because everybody's different. Everybody's bodies adapt differently. You know, like there's so much biodiversity you know amongst each other so like that's why i tell them i was like, okay like it might work for you or what i'm doing works for me but it might not work for you i'm just telling you you know like maybe you could try it out just to see that's why i always liked like what you were talking about how you do all like these trial diets just to see what works i like doing that too just to see how my body responds yeah. you know so. is there one that has completely failed you and you're like nah i can't do this one that completely failed me and it's not because of like the diet I just did it completely wrong. Was was the vegan diet? Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> That's a hard diet. Well, because no, what it was is that I was I was eating like shitty food. Uh-huh. Like okay. I was, and this is funny too because this is like the common misconception that I get about keto. Because you know I've always been a big advocate of keto. Yeah. And when people talk to me about keto, it's just like, no, you could do keto wrong too. Yeah. You know? And um, like so, for example, for like when I was doing the vegan diet. I was eating like hella breads. I was just like, just doing oh, like yeah. super carb overload, <laughs> like, like breads. Uh, I would get like a burrito with uh, with, with beans yeah. and rice, you know, and, and it was just was fucking my stomach up. But really like the proper way to do it, you know, I'm not no diet expert, especially when it comes to veganism, is to do it plant-based, you know? Right. Like, I'm pretty sure if I would have approached it the right way and did my research, then I, my body probably would have had a better response. 
Yeah. Also with keto, like I tried keto too, but I think I did it wrong too because I was just yeah. like, I don't feel good doing this. Uh-huh. Like I was eating all the bacon, yeah. all the See? cheese yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I, I don't think I'm doing this right. And then it gave me like a negative like effect on keto. And then yeah. with me though, like I'm, I've had two kids and like I go through post, you know, your postpartum and then you're nursing. So like you're always hungry. Yeah. Like you're literally like yeah. craving everything as if you're pregnant. So mm-hmm. I actually, when I was nursing i was like i'm going i'm gonna lose all this weight it's just gonna shut off but then i wasn't eating right so yeah. like i wouldn't eat during certain times of the day or i wouldn't eat healthy so my body was acting as if it was starving because mm-hmm. i wasn't eating the right foods and i'm like feeding two and what and whatever so i had the negative effect of breastfeeding which is yeah. crazy because you don't even think that's even possible yeah um so i was like gaining weight while i was breastfeeding and so um so i did i did the i did the challenge which forced me to do protein what, ta- um, what challenge uh, the B2P challenge. Oh, okay. yeah, so yeah. it was like the six weeks and I was eating six meals a day and they were like, how are you going to eat six meals a day? That's hella like meals. Um, but it worked. It worked for me, but it's just like, you have to make it a lifestyle or else mm-hmm. like that shit comes back yeah. all fast. Yeah. But just like any diet, like anything that you do, like keto, I feel like if you go off keto, that's going to come back. Cause keto yeah. is like Atkins. Mm-hmm. I've done Atkins before when I was in high school yeah. when, when I had to wrestle cause you have to like lose weight hella fast yeah. and then you just gain it right back. Uh-huh. So you have to like keep going with it and make it a lifestyle or else it's like the yeah. yo-yo effect mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. is there a go-to like diet for a pregnancy like is there one that, that it's highly like recommended huh? like, yeah oh, you have to stay away from yeah. this and that and- so so get this so with daniel i watched everything that i ate yeah. like everything uh-huh. like no soda no fish no anything and then he came out with like severe like eczema he had like all these asthma problems and i did not not that i didn't care what the polyp i was like let me do it different and I ate like salmon, <laughs> shrimp, I drank soda, and he's like perfectly fine. Yeah. So I don't know. There's no like, I don't think there's any particular diet, but I think you have to make better lifestyle like changes. Like mm-hmm. you have to like, okay, am I going to eat this pancake or like a piece yeah. of, you know, toast with peanut yeah. butter on it? I don't know. It's just, um, you have to watch. Like I gained 50 pounds with both of my kids, wow. which is insane because they want you to gain like, like 30 10 to 20 pounds. Like I was like not even like three months and they're like, you only can gain 10 pounds. I'm yeah. like, you're fucking insane. Like, I'm Italian. Like, we eat pasta all the time. <laughs> yeah. And that's what literally my papa cooked for me every day. So it was like, it's really, really hard. And yeah. um, uh, you have to do low carbs when you're pregnant. But okay. um, I, I retain water. I heard, I heard no fish. No fish because of the mercury yeah. and all that. But it's just like, what kind of fish are you eating? Right, like, right. Yeah. I eat shrimp all day long. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly it just goes back to the quality of your food. Like when I was talking about my negative effects with like with vegan diets, and then just talking to a lot of people that come to me about like keto, and it's just like well, like look what you're eating. You know, you're eating bacon and you're eating like like you know cheese or whatever. But you have to have you have to approach it with quality food, mm-hmm. like MCT oil, which is a derivative of coconut oil. I forgot you know, that like last a lot time. of yeah, I, I have it for you too. <laughs> Like there's a uh, avocado, um, you know, getting your proteins from like sustained sources and stuff, you know, and it's, it's super hard too, because like the way that we live and how society is set up for us is like completely the opposite way of like how our health is supposed to be ran. Like sugar is like completely ubiquitous and everything, everything we eat, it's just everywhere, you know, and it's crazy too, because a lot of people don't know that like when you eat. When you eat bread, for instance, like that bread, you might not think that it's sugar, but it, your body it breaks, breaks that down, down into yeah. sugar, you know? And like what Nay was talking about, too, how like she eats um, 
you know, her, on her Italian side, she eats like a lot of pasta. Well, out there in Italy, it's cool to eat that pasta because yeah. the ingredients that they're making it with is like so pure fresh, and it's yeah, yeah and it's all fresh. But like they use that heirloom wheat. But out here, we're just stuffing yeah, all this trash in there. You know, that's and, definitely one thing I noticed out there. It's uh, actually two things. The pasta wasn't that saucy. Actually, not saucy at all the way mm-hmm. that we do it. Um, and it was also the the pasta was a bit hard. Um, oh that's what it's called. okay yeah it's and it's it was hella good and you don't feel super bloated mm-hmm. um and then obviously you eat everything with a glass of wine out there yeah, yeah. Uh, um we went to olive garden recently and they have like different noodle uh choices now which is know. like but one. it's like super like on the side like hidden like you, don't, <laughs> you can't tell yeah but even regardless it's still yeah carbs yeah um, well that's definitely one thing i noticed though it's like how much we like out here, I'm used to loving my pasta just extra saucy, mm-hmm. extra Alfredo oh, sauce, yeah. and then. Sure. But Ooh, out did there, did you have Alfredo in Italy? Um. Because my papa, he was like, I don't make Alfredo. It's not. Yeah, like I, I did, but it wasn't. I don't think that's what they. What they call it. It's probably called something else. Like they probably put in the big old cheese and like milk. Yeah, and, and it was uh, the angel hair that they did it yeah. with. Um, but it was. Again, it wasn't even saucy at all. It's mm-hmm. just, it's like they barely put any there. It's probably hella butter. The bread was hella good though. Um, was it? Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, it, that I did want to ask you that though, because I know you're like an advocate of, of your ancestry being, I guess, the key component in, in, mm-hmm. in your diet. Yeah. Um, but how does, like, what about, do you think that applies to pregnant women when they do? I've never did like mean? the research or like dabbled into that. Yeah. But um, one person that you can look like look towards uh, is uh, you know Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Dr. Rhonda Patrick. And when yeah, she was pregnant, best. I heard her on a podcast, and um, I kind of like tuned out because I'm like, I'm not fucking pregnant. Yeah. I'm never gonna have kids anytime soon, or whatever. <laughs> so like, you know, like I just kind of shut that out. But it, like for the people that are listening that are pregnant or want to know more about that, yeah, Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Her IG is Found My Fitness. Yeah. And like she does like deep deep complex studied research you know she's a scientist too so she can do like the you know like the full spectrum of it and give it to you yeah she's hands down my favorite right now Uh um i mean there's plenty that that i love to listen to but dr Rhonda patrick always is super informative details and she gives you the information and kind of find it yourself um although it's okay to kind of just question that some of the stuff that she says. Like oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Because at the end of the day, like we said, a lot of these diet studies are just studies at this point. None of them are like solid, other than, other than the fact that sugar is, you know. But I think yeah. too, when you go into a diet, you like start making yourself believe like everything that you're reading is true, mm-hmm. other than like you know what people are telling you is yeah. like. You know, because I'm sure you get a lot of shit for keto. Yeah. And, you know, people tell you things. Because I was like, I'm like, that's not good for you, you know. But then, then you start reading it yourself. And then you just start, like, yeah. making... And there's, like, a lot of, lot of new research now. Because the, the diet, the conventional diet that we stuck to was something that was done, like, back in, like, the 40s. And it was all of the agricultural uh, mm-hmm. societies that created that just because they wanted us to consume their product like um i was listening to this podcast and they were talking about that food pyramid how it's completely wrong like you pretty much want to turn that that. that food pyramid upside down 
Uh, and then also too, like when it comes to diet, a big, big thing that I always look at, and I always want to check myself is a confirmation bias. It's like when you're yeah. presented this information that coincides with your own beliefs. So you want to just gravitate to that and yeah. shut everything else down. Mm -hmm. But you can't do that. You want to like take in the full spectrum. You want to get like all, you want to get different information and different perspectives out there so you can kind of break it down and, you know, extrapolate it yourself. Yeah. And I think one thing for me, because uh, all of the every single diet that I've tried has some in one way or another felt okay for me. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't had a, a problem with one per se. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I do have gotten, you know, as I grow older, I'm starting to kind of be more um, conscious about how my body feels after I have something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's now it just definitely stands out. Like I, I, I'm easy. Like, I know what's going to trigger, yeah, like, say, heartburn too. or something yeah, like that. I know exactly what's oh, going to trigger. Oh, man, heartburn when you're pregnant yeah. is crazy. Oh, is, it? <laughs> is it the worst? Man, that's I crazy. heard. It's so bad. That's just, oh, it's just unimaginable to me just to know that for, like, nine months, your body is just going to be like, fuck you. Like, you know, just go completely south. But, yeah, I just honestly, the one thing that I guess we could all agree on is just how horrible sugar is. And I don't mean like natural sugars. I'm talking about refined sugars. Yeah. Like, you know, the sugars that they extract from natural sugars and they want to put it into other things like pasta, breads, um, a lot of like this like fake stuff that they kind of they try to push out like it's healthy or whatever. Yeah. Like a lot of like the low carb. Or like the low fat stuff. Yeah. Like they take out all the fat and they dump in all this extra sugar, sugar that's yeah. just horrible for you, you know? And then like everybody, uh, people always give me shit about this just because, you know, with keto, you can't have sugar. But there's nothing wrong with natural sugar. You just have to have it in its raw form because when you eat a fruit, the fibers in that fruit break down that sugar. It helps you break it down in your body. So when, when you're having it with like pasta, whatever, and it's just raw and it's just hitting you just direct because like that's like the one thing that sugar does, refined sugar does is it causes inflammation and inflammation. They say it was like 80% of all acute diseases. Mm -hmm. Like that's the root of it. Yeah. Just being in, like inflamed. Yeah. Shout you know? out to Dr. Ronda Patrick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Man. <laughs> but think about like when we like when we were younger. Like, like we ate shit. Hell yeah! Like cup of noodles. Like you're not Soda. even supposed to like <laughs> warm those up in the microwave. Yeah. And I, I made. Yeah. Um, I was having the feeling of this weekend, so I made uh, top ramen for the first. I've never had. Top, I've never made top ramen. Yeah. Because I was like cup of noodle type of girl. Yeah. And then like the hot Cheetos. I don't even eat hot Cheetos. And I tell like my, I tell Mondo and Dan like, don't eat those. Like your stomach's gonna hurt. Like your butt's good. Like I always like try to scare them into it. But it's like all that shit. Like even like hot pockets and. Mm -hmm. But then like you, like my boys are growing boys. They eat all the time, and it's yeah. just like I can't even like keep up with like what they're eating. What they're <laughs> eating. And then I had talked to my cousin one time. I was like, you know, Daniel was like going through anxiety. She's like, change his like um his his eating habits right mm, and i'm just yeah, that's like that's a big thing that's crazy but he grew up uh, allergic to milk and egg whites so he literally was like um like he ate um vegetables um fruits and meat all day long beans yeah. and everything so he had that up until he was like five years old yeah so he wasn't used to eating like all like the um the milk like you know he's never had milk before yeah so he eats cereal with water and he'll to this day <laughs> it's okay it's okay with him I give acquired taste I gave it to Apollo this weekend he, he was fine yeah. with it too that's but funny we, don't, <laughs> yeah. we always drank like 2% milk you know like it's just like we don't even buy it anymore yeah. like yeah that's know. the one thing too especially like when I go down the food aisle like now I'm so like aware of 
like my health and just like what's out there and how it could be so detrimental to you. And I'm like, damn, like I remember I used to eat that cereal, that cereal. Like my favorite cereal was uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And that's just pure trash for your body. It's just just sugar pretty much, you know? And it's it's just crazy just to know how, like we just didn't have that information, you know? I just, well, I think that's yeah. like why our era are so lucky is because we have information at our disposal. We can go on YouTube and we can see like the latest, the latest research on diets or just food yeah. or whatever, you know? And it's just, also a war over information. Oh, yeah. I know, but, like how do you even know like who to believe too? Because like you have like people telling you like, eggs aren't good but then like you know like Mm -hmm. don't eat the yolk but then like you know it's like society tells you one thing or the other and it's like you don't even know like who to believe unless you do that research and then like for people like me i don't want to study that you know like i want someone to tell me like this is your meal plan eat this and nothing else right and um and then when you start and i'm i'm super like um vulnerable or like um what was the word gullible yeah gullible and um and if you tell me something like, yeah, that sounds right. Or if you convince me enough, I'll believe yeah. it. And right. so it's just mm-hmm. like, I want someone just to tell me like, here, like this is your meal yeah. plan and that's it. But yeah, it's like me and Rico was saying, it's all like trial and error. Like what I try to do, especially just the vast information that's out there. I want to see what kind of studies that they're doing. Like there's like trial studies to where they have like a mass of people, like a hundred people and they perform these type of experiment uh, experiments and they see how their body reacts to it and if their body reacts good to it then obviously it has some validity into their you know whatever they're studying and uh, also too you know just you just have to try shits out yourself you know you have to do like these these tests you're not just gonna find just one diet oh this is it you know you might get lucky and it might just happen to where you find this one diet and your body reacts super good to it but yeah and i think we're gonna get better at it because with technology we have all these apps that are kind of I guess help us track this type of information. Mm-hmm. Um, do you really do it though? I don't, but I, there's so at Fitbit, for example, we have so much data on that type of stuff. Like I was, like I, I mentioned to you guys, um, we tracked like over a billion hours of of heart rate data. So with that type of data, we can eventually start making some decisions on some some key aspects of maybe I don't know whatever that data can tell us so with even though it's not everybody that uses it if you get enough because 100 people that's a small data source yeah. right? so if you get let's say a million or a 1.5 that's a pretty good you know then, then they can start telling us a little more about like what certain ingredients do to people but i think we're just gonna keep getting better and better at it over time yeah and then the truth one day will come to light but one thing we do know is sugar is shit yeah. <laughs> and refined sugars mm-hmm. um but yeah like for me um i suck i have no discipline when i go to the grocery store you um, hungry i just grab like <laughs> if i see a bag of hot cheetos like you mentioned i'll grab it right yeah. so i, well, I just trader grab- joe's has like a like their own version of it. It's pretty good. <laughs> like, I would grab it. But see, that's the thing is, I think it, when I go to Trader Joe's, I don't even feel like trying any of that. So, I, if I do go to Trader Joe's, I'll probably get just what I went there for. But if I go to like Safeway like or Target. I, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like if I get it at Trader Joe's, it's not like, I don't feel like yeah, it's not like, anything. Yeah. Like, I, love, yeah. I love SpaghettiOs, and yeah. everyone thinks I'm crazy. I like SpaghettiOs, <laughs> and they have some there. And it's yeah. pretty good. Like, you just, it, it's acquired taste, you know? Like, you have to, like, get used to it. Like, yeah. Um, I bought like Oreos there, yeah. and, um, mm-hmm. but that's my favorite store. I like to go yeah. there. If it's not in my house, if it's not in my fridge, then I won't be a sucker to it. So I guess that's just kind of how I 
kind of discipline myself is just not to have it in the house at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty good with that. Like the way I gauge things is like I always look at the ingredients. If I see a bunch yeah. of X's and U's and O's and shit that I can't even pronounce <laughs> yeah. that's like fucking twenty one letters long, then I'm cool. Or even like the toothpaste, you know how the colors <gasps> indicate how much how Wait, much... did you send that to us? Um, or did we? Or no, did I just see no. that? Oh, it? I saw that well, today. <laughs> well, um, if you look at your toothpaste, there's a color on on the back of the tab uh, on the long side. Uh -huh. There's a color, and each color signifies like the level of chemicals that are involved in your toothpaste. From like green, I'm not exactly sure what the colors are, but green being like the minimum, and then there's purple and red, and then it has like a ton of chemicals. Really, I don't know where I saw it. I saw it today though, and they were they put toothpaste in a pan. Mm -hmm. And if your your toothpaste doesn't dissolve or anything, there's hella yeah, chemicals in yeah, there. Right? Just... Yeah. I know there's like some Instagram pages that I'll stumble across. And um, like for one example, they had a they had a cup full of orange soda and they took like one of these like napkins right here, like you know, that's like super absorbent, and um, they started spinning it around oh, and all that. of the, the the food colorant absorbed into the napkin and pretty much it was just like water after that. And uh, there was another one like they had this cupcake and uh, they put this cupcake through a strainer and they just was just they had water poured over it. And then like pretty much it dissolved. But there was like this uh, fake. I don't know. It was almost it looked like it was almost like like gum or like this. It was it was just weird. It was fake. It was like some type of um, whatever ingredients that were used, mm -hmm. you know, and you're like, what the fuck? Like we're fucking eating this shit, you know, and it's. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look up the. Um the toothpaste one but that shit was crazy um, yeah but there's there's some um i guess some type of like they pointed out on most of the products that we have but it's a lot of they do it misleading like how are we supposed to know the color stand for like they mm -hmm. they have no labels on what each color stands for yeah. on the actual mm -hmm. toothpaste or they don't yeah. let us know, you know what also fucks you up too and they do this shit on, on purpose is the per servings yeah. You know, it's so like oh when you God. when you look at the per servings, you know, you're not really like you're not accounting for like the whole can. Yeah. You know, it's just for that one eight ounces or whatever, you know. And yeah. I get these burrito I used to get these burritos at Trader Joe's and I'm like, Oh, it's only three hundred calories, right, for lunch. I'm like, That's cool. And then my my coworker calls me, she's like, Danae, don't you get these burritos? And you said like they're three hundred calories. I was like, Yeah, she's like, That's per like, you know, that's per serving and there's two servings in the burrito. Oh, I was like, goodness. Oh shit. And so I never yeah. I mean they're pretty good, but I don't get them anymore. Like yeah. I watched that. I also look at the ingredients like she the same um, co-worker would tell me um, if, if there's hella shit on there that you can't even pronounce yeah. like you said like I wouldn't even get it so like, I'm constantly always looking at that like yeah um, and I also try just try to do fresh things yeah. like if oh, yeah. I have to mm -hmm. if I have to like warm it up in the microwave you know I don't even like warming up like my lunches in the microwave yeah. just period I just don't like the taste of it um, it just and it sucks because we are we like have so much snacks in our fan, um, in our like pantry yeah and it's like that's always like my my um that's my one weakness. of my guilty that's yeah. my guilty pleasure too I love snacking like chips like those Hawaiian chips that we were just eating bro like, yeah oh my those gosh, are good. Like, the Hawaiian barbecue I'll chips up, I'll fuck up that whole bag and you know just bro I wasn't even I know, paying like, oh, I wasn't even paying attention when you put them out yeah. next thing you know the whole thing it's was empty it's weird though too and like <laughs> th this is what's like super interesting to me is how like we 
have like this tendency to gorge on like high calorie bad food but like the healthy food you know like our body is just like uncle you know like you can get full off of like some healthy food yeah but, but i think it goes too like if like if you like enjoy cooking like i hate cooking so like i don't like, you can be super creative with your diets right mm-hmm. like i i'm just not so like, i rather like buy it from someone who could be or who will yeah. be or like i just it's just really hard it's really hard to cook like if you don't like to cook and to be on a diet it's really hard because then you're just eating bland food like every single day and like it's like the same thing but i've seen people get really creative um it's just not me i'd rather just buy it yeah and i think that's a big misconception too is like when you're like on a strict diet you have to eat like all like this shitty food like no just you're i mean what i mean whatever you're trying to do to whether it's like losing weight or like building muscle or you know like high protein or if you're trying to yeah. lose weight obviously you want you want to reduce your carbs you know because your carbs is what holds on to like that fat deposits or whatever but you could definitely get creative like you know like fucking yeah. me and Pona you know like we always <laughs> try to find ways to like cuz you know she she loves to cook and I love to eat you know, and like yeah, when, she's you know, an amazing cook too yeah and when like when I go on like on my diets cuz I could be I could be very very um What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I could be very diligent when it comes to like, you know, like diets or whatever. But um, yeah, we just like experiment and I just love social media because, you know, you could do like the follow the hashtags on whatever type of diet that you're following right now. Like lately I've been, um, I haven't followed it. I've just kind of been uh, getting myself familiar with it, but it's called the, uh, the lectin free diet. And um, what lectin is, it's a trip too, bro. This is like fucking crazy. Uh, I actually heard this on a podcast. It was first introduced to me on a podcast. And um, lectin is this, uh, it's this, it's like these enzymes or it's pretty much a defense mechanism for plants. So like plants, they don't want to be eaten, you know? So like they produce lectin to pretty much fuck up your body. And lectin is like what, um, it causes inflammation and it just, it does harm to your body. And um, it's found like in like the skin of like a lot of these like vegetables, and it's kind of scary because you're just like, damn, like what can I eat? You know, like it's so yeah. limited. But pretty much what they're pushing is that if like you, if you're going to eat like vegetables, make sure that it's in season, because if it's not in season, then obviously it's genetically modified, and they're just putting mm-hmm. and ramping up a lot of shit just to have it grow to the size that it's in, or just to produce it, you know, just overall. Uh, that's another thing that so you just into. eat the skin no oh, no you have to it's in the skin okay, okay. you have to take it off but like there's certain ways to like avoid it pretty much like anything that has a seed it has lectin into it that's why it's like leafy greens are probably like the best way to go when eating like your vegetables and stuff like spinach um uh, broccoli um you know just like a lot of like the green stuff damn i just looked up the toothpaste thing and it's like a rabbit hole argument on there on what's true and what's not so i actually don't know if that's a fact but (laughs) but it might be put it on your stove and it doesn't melt snopes it let's let's put it on snopes um have you heard of the dash diet i've heard of it yeah Uh, i think it's like some diet something diet something um I guess it's supposed, whatever it is, it's supposed to, uh, I forget what it stands for, but it's supposed to kind of help you control your, um, your, your hunger? Uh, no, your blood pressure. Okay. Um, What's hypertension. For it's for high. My computer's loading. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, a uh, hypertension. It's, it's controls hypertension, actually. Yeah. It's, it's a dietary approaches to stop hypertension. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Um, but see, that one is, 
I mean, it doesn't have to be. I guess it just depends how much you eat or when you eat it. Mm -hmm. um, but for a lot of the diets are kind of designed naturally to like help you lose weight. Yeah. But someone like me, for example, I don't want to lose weight. I just want to eat healthy. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's just trying to figure out how to attempt this diet but not exactly lose weight. Even though, like when I do keto, I definitely cut down. Yeah. Um, but I know one of the uh, knocks for keto is is that you lose strength yeah. when you do keto. Uh-huh, yeah. Because naturally, like our body, the the primary fuel for our body is sugar or right. glycogen. And I mean, that's what glycogen is. It's pretty much sugar. So it's just... Do you feel weak? Um, you, uh, for me, I don't. But like for like high level athletes or whatever, they say that it doesn't it doesn't supply enough energy to sustain you throughout your workout. Like I never yeah. had a problem with it. Like I was doing like Muay Thai sparring and well, I was like perfect. Well Dr. Ronja, one of the things that on her podcast that they were talking about was that um, one of the problems is how fast it takes for your body to break to use um, fats and break fats down mm -hmm. and turn it into energy. Um, versus how fast and then transfer it to your muscle or yeah. whatever versus how fast it actually breaks down carbs and turns that into energy and sends mm -hmm. it over to your muscles yeah. um but she i don't remember exactly what she said but she she didn't debunk it but she argued against it um did you guys get that um the keto flu when you guys did when it? i when i the first time i ever went on keto i got the keto flu i, did. I was just like fuck this shit but now when i go back on keto i don't get it no more yeah, and I didn't never. I never really felt weak either. Yeah, I never felt. weak. I feel like anytime I start a diet, you know, you're changing what you're eating, obviously. And I always like the first week, like I get that. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know what the keto flu um, feels like, but like, like I get headaches, right? Like your your body's like detoxing, like every mm -hmm. all the bad food that you eat. Mm -hmm. um, so I remember when I was on the challenge, I was uh, I was like sick that whole week. Like I didn't even want to eat. Or, mm -hmm. And, and you just get this, like, um, I already know, like, once I eat clean one day, like, my, my head starts to hurt. Yeah. Like, and then it sucks, because it's just, yeah. like, I need caffeine, or I need, like, yeah. um, but I always get that, that first day. Or even if it's just, like, I accidentally eat clean all day, you know, yeah. like, damn, my head hurts. Like, what did I do? Like, what did I do? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I didn't eat no crap. And then when you switch it over, like, after you eat clean for a while and then have, like, a donut, yeah. then you feel like shit, like, yeah, especially yeah. on keto. And when I have just a little bit of sugar, and oh, I feel terrible. Yeah. It's, it's just and then, like, when, you, when you're on keto and you do, like, for example, like, there's hidden sugars everywhere. So, like, <laughs> when, when you eat something and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, this has sugar in it. Like, your sugar <laughs> levels, like, yeah. just go through the, the roof or whatever. Yeah. Like, for me, it's all about, like, remorse. Like, if I'm, like, deep into keto and, like, I have something that's going to knock me off, I feel like shit yeah. the whole day. Like, not like like my body, but just, like, my mood, you know, I'm like, yeah. fuck, man, why did I do this? And you go into ketosis pretty quick. Like, yeah. I, I went into ketosis in like three days. Yeah, yeah. Well, me too. Some people yeah. might take longer, yeah. but I went into ketosis. Yeah. Do you guys like watch days. Jersey Shore? No, no. <laughs> why? Because is... Vinny does keto, and he was like testing his like um, his ketone. His yeah. ketone. Yeah. yeah. But they call him the keto Guido. <laughs> oh my gosh, damn, <laughs> that's like... that's probably that's hard for Italians so every, too. Yeah. No, it's hell hard. So every time they go to dinner, they're like, "Do you want some bread?" You're like, "Is it made with almond flour?" Or like, you know, he's asking, yeah. he's like, yeah, "Nope, I can't have it." And yeah. then he was trying to get Mike the situation on it, and he's like chunky now, and he uh -huh. just eats all day long. <laughs> and he was like, "Nope, I can't." 
Yeah. Well, I will say that keto does provide results. Oh it's, fuck it's, yeah! It provides results. So if you, I remember I was getting like skinny shamed. Like when I was on, and this is like you were really skinny. This was like last year too, <laughs> yeah. when like it wasn't like really like as popular as it yeah. is now. And I didn't, and it, I just didn't like explaining people like what the diet consisted of and how I'm eating fat. And like fat, oh my god, like yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's that's just been debunked. Like saturated fat is actually healthy for you. Well, I was giving but, you shit because when last time I had seen, because I didn't see you for like a year after that. I was 151. Yeah, pounds, and I seen so. you were a big boy, and then <laughs> next thing you know, you're hella skinny. Yeah, right, you just, were... and that was like probably like a month and a half too. So just to like break it down for you guys that uh, aren't familiar with keto, uh, what keto is is getting your body into the state of ketosis. That's when you alleviate all of the sugars that your body is running off of and your body turns to your fat source for fuel. And the way you do that, it's like a three day process or a week process depending on how your body responds to it. It's uh, like 80% fat intake, healthy fats, like saturated fat, um, 15% uh, protein, and 5% uh, of carbs. And all your carbs are going to be from vegetables. So you could just overload on vegetables, leafy yeah. greens. And uh, yeah, that, that'd well, get like you 15% there. protein? Yeah, yeah. Or it, sometimes it, it varies <laughs> depending on like what you're trying to achieve. Well, like they have... Um, they have like these bot, like these measurements to where you could like input what you like, what results you want. Yeah, or like what your body type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how you explained the ketones part, because initially what your body thinks you're doing is starving yourself. Yeah, yeah. Which is why you get sick. Yeah, and then you also have bad, nasty ass breath. Yeah, that's another thing too. I have no idea. Keto breath. But you do have, and it's funny too, bro, because um, like. The, um, it was a few months ago there was this guy that I was sitting next to at the coffee shop and he was a personal trainer <laughs> and like, he was cut the, <laughs> yeah I swear he was cut the fuck up yeah. like, he was all veiny yeah. he didn't have any body fat on him and that's what he was doing is that he was like calling a lot of his um, his clients and like you know they were, he was scheduling appointments and he was doing um and like I just overheard like the meal plans that he was doing, and then I smelt his breath, and I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker's on keto right now. Like, yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I have, I mean, I've um, I've heard of like the the response to it, but I just didn't take it in. And, you know, but yeah, you if you're on keto, definitely keep that pack of gum yeah, because you are gonna be walking crazy. around with, with dragon yeah. breath. Pack of gum, yeah. you feel sick. But after a while, though, I I did feel like alert all the time. Yeah, like uh, I felt. Like cognitive function that's yeah. like the, the pluses you know cognitive function yeah. you know like all that fogginess mm-hmm. like when i was um going through um, my testing for my aviation license um that was like one of like the big factors that like pushed me into kudos because i needed to have like that fast quick brain response yeah, yeah. so and but. once kind of similar to that that can put you in, a, in ketosis is uh, intermittent fasting that yeah. i've been doing um basically it's i do 13 hours so basically i just eat within a 13 hour window yeah uh, or i fast for 13 hours and yeah. then eat within within that window so what time um, do you eat so i eat from like 11 a.m to maybe 7 30 or 8 p.m i don't eat after that or i don't eat before that it depends whenever you start um so like if you stay up until 3 a.m and you have something to eat then you just restart your day accordingly yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you're not supposed to, you're supposed to stick to uh, a fixed, so you can. Do get you count your... your coffee? That's what I was gonna ask you. I next, know because but... I did it too, and I drank coffee, but I felt really good after. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 I for the longest time I I still do, 
sometimes I think about it. So then Dr. Rhonda Patrick, one of the things that she argues, because she's huge on intermittent fasting, one of the things she argues is that um, that coffee kind of kicks in your metabolism. Yeah. And the whole idea is not to kick, yeah, yeah. It's, it's to get your circadian rhythm going by not kicking in your metabolism yeah. until you have that first. She said water doesn't kick in your metabolism, but caffeine, you actually have to break, your body has to break it down has to go through your liver. She kind of scared the shit out of me too because she was talking about a lot of people that work graveyards and swing shifts. Yeah. Like how their circadian rhythm is all fucked up. And like, I'm noticing now too, like my body isn't used to eating. Like I take my lunch at like two o'clock like in the morning. You know, like my body isn't used to that. And most of the time, I I just eat regular stuff. Or sometimes I don't even eat that much um, just because I don't know. I just don't have the the appetite for it. You know, sometimes I do just because I am hungry and I've been working and shit. Um, But yeah, it's it's tough, and that's like definitely been scaring me out. So I think I need to find like a balance within that. Um, There was a there was a so you guys know where like the healthiest people are, or they say like like studies show that the healthiest people are. Italy, Um, close. Uh, It's uh, the island of Crete. All right. So that's where they based uh, the Mediterranean diet from. And uh, what they're eating is they're eating a lot of olive oil. I mean, that's like where olive oil but is not pretty cooked, much king. Right? Um, I, I'm, they, they, I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm. We have to look that up. But um, a lot of olive oil, a lot of um, not, you know, moderate meat. Um, they do eat their carbs, you know, like they have like their breads and pasta and shit. But like people, are, I think like the average life expectancy out there is like well over 90. Yeah. The, and how I mentioned earlier, how we collected all that that heart rate data mm-hmm. um so that's it shows in that area that they have the lowest resting heart rate average mm-hmm. um and i mean it doesn't tell us exactly why a lower resting heart rate is healthier than you know the average but the lower your resting heart rate the healthier you are yeah. um in that part of the world actually shows that they have the lowest resting heart rate and then you have india area the india region who have the highest yeah so let me ask you guys a question. All right, so whatever diet you guys are subscribed to, you guys are on it. You're getting the results that you need. Four months passed. You go off of your diet, you know, and this is planned. What's the first thing that you're going to eat? Your reward meal, you know, like after you just did French your... fries. French fries? Mm-hmm. Just any type of French fries? You're going to the closest... I like Chili's French fries. I like yeah. McDonald's. I like fries. I like... Co- I like potatoes like, you know, potatoes. So, like, potatoes are like my favorite and Mommy, pasta, you guys ever watched the martian the martian yeah that a disney movie Who's no that's um, no 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 yeah 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 i'm sorry what's his name oh my gosh uh, yeah matt damon oh, matt damon yeah. yeah yeah where he colonized mars because he planted a... well he's stuck on mars yeah. so he had nothing he only he can only uh I guess he can grow potatoes. Uh-huh. Um, so all he had to eat was potatoes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> all he could eat was potatoes nonstop. Yeah. So you probably love it on Mars. But, yeah. Um, damn, what would be the first one that I would eat? I don't know. Hey, that's a hard question. That's and I would have a Coke. <laughs> You'd have a Coke? <laughs> Gosh, that's so bad for you, man. I know. I it's, no, I know, I know. Yeah. You know, it's funny. So, like, the, the way that I, I do it and the way that I tell people, like, because I don't know, for some, I'm just, like, super against soda. I tell them to look at the back and see, like, the grams of sugar. Usually, Coke has over, like, 39 grams of sugar. Like, just think about 
having like a, a cup of sugar and then yeah. dumping it into an empty cup and 39 grams. So you have one gram, right? You just just yeah. keep on filling that up. Until shit, you, you see a Red Bull gram. and I, my dad drinks yeah. that shit all no, the time. Oh yeah, I seen that one time and I stopped drinking that because yeah. I, yeah. I used to And that's to actually that. per servings too. So there's more, you yeah. know, depending on the size of your so drink. So when I had Daniel, there's this thing called Wick, right? It's like people yeah, Shout out to Wick. Right? Shout yeah. out to so my Wick babies. in there, in their office, they have um, bottles like juice, even like juices and like yeah. Gatorades and uh, everything. Because yeah, there's yeah. times we're like, we don't let Dan drink soda, but they don't give him a Gatorade. I was like, that's just as worse, you know. Yeah, so yeah, they have bottles, and how many, how much sugar is it in each? It's like a huge shocking because mm-hmm. you just like you don't think of that when you like open up a can of soda. But yeah. was the worst stuff is the easiest to access. Like, yeah, yeah but that and that's why it's so bad over yeah. here, just because it's easier to get something off the dollar menu than it is to go. To yeah. Trader Joe's. I mean, Trader Joe's is really affordable, in my opinion, but um, it's easier just to go to a drive-thru. Yeah. yeah. No, that's 100% yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. The dollar menu. Especially because we're working class, so by the time we get home, we don't want to stop at the store, mm-hmm. and we just want to, yeah. you know, yeah. just get home. I'm not going to lie, because um, right now I'm doing what they call intuitive eating. That just means... When you feel hungry and food's there, fucking eat it. There's no particular diet that I'm subscribed to right yeah. now. So, so uh, that's the one that's recommended. So I'm just eating You're whatever. On the seafood diet. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So like there'll be times like for like any other night, like before I go to work, I wouldn't have any food. And on the way to work, on the way to the airport is, is uh, Taco Bell. Oh and man. Boy, Taco, Taco Bell. You know it got that's one of my guilty Did pleasures. you see what it got ranked? In the so they rank, you told it me, got right? it ranked the number one Mexican, Mexican. restaurant, <laughs> number one Mexican restaurant yeah. in the country. What do you guys get when you go to Taco Bell? So what I get is uh, I get Mexican pizza, <laughs> pizza, uh, Mexican pizza, mm-hmm. Nacho Supreme, and a bean burrito every time. Every time. So FYI, the the what is, what is that called? The Fritos burrito. Mm-hmm. It's just two dollars. So I'm getting that That's when I go. The cheesy gordita. The cheesy gordita crunch. Yeah, that's my favorite. The yeah. cheesy gordita crunch, and then I get. I think there's a number. I don't forget which number it is. And there's two hard tacos. I don't get the tar- tacos though. Daniel eats those. <laughs> then I get a diet coke. Or <laughs> I just get oh the Baja blasters that look good too. Oh, but then I. I that's super see, sweet. Yeah, when I see that, I think of all the sugar that's in yeah. that. I love like, Baja oh, blasters. That's just uh, hella sweet too. Yeah. But see, I when I go, I don't ever order a meal. So it's more expensive than it should be for me because I just get a bunch. Of yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I never ordered a meal from from Taco Bell. Yeah, um, they had the cheesy gordita crunch box, right? It's like five dollars. Yeah. Comes with a drink, yep. comes with nachos and all this, and that's what we should. like. We yeah. would get that, and it'll feed like me, Mondo, and yeah. Daniel. And yeah. then I think at one point they came with the cinnamon twist. Uh huh. Yeah. Man, they're like the Drake of, of fast food restaurants right now. They're just hit after yeah, hit. Everything they sure. release, they is good. Do you guys um, eat McDonald's? Um, breakfast. See, that's funny. That's what I was gonna talk about because you know, like after like the super size me, you guys remember yeah, the documentary? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I would not touch like the like the lunch meals, like, right. the, like the Big Mac or whatever, or like the McDouble. But I would go in the morning and I would get breakfast. But yeah. it's pretty much like the same thing. So yeah, I was gonna like, say, yeah. I feel like the yeah. breakfast is worse. Yeah, it's like more right? greasier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we yeah. only get the nuggets and fries. Like yeah. we get that's all we get yeah. there. We don't I, ever. Yeah, and then I, if I do go for breakfast there, it's probably like once. On the weekend, like on, once a month, mm-hmm. like on a Saturday or a Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. Daniel loves their pancakes. Their breakfast oh, really? is good. Yeah. yeah, oh for sure, hundred yeah. um, percent. 
I eat in and out a lot. Oh, fuck. But I always yeah. eat like protein style, and yeah. then, but I also eat the fries. We'll see if you're on keto. Yeah, that's protein like, style. You know, yeah. I know when I do keto for that week, I got like a four by four. <laughs> see, four. I did it all wrong. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but it just and then I we eat the habit a lot. Oh yeah. But the habit, I feel like, I like their salads there. They have the superfood salad, and then, um, and then I get like a protein style, yeah. and their fries are good too, and their green bean fries are so bomb. So if you're on a diet, um, and it's late, and you have to eat, what are you eating? Because literally everything, <laughs> yeah. Because everything that's open late, all that shit's it's, it's trash. Yeah, it's trash. I mean, it just depends what kind of diets you're on. You know, it's crazy because um, I, I just think about like 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 vegans. Like, damn, like what do they eat? You know, like like when it's like that late. Uh, um, what do you mean? They eat vegetables. No, I know, but like when it's that late and they don't have like you know, remember like so when you come home from like wherever and it's yeah, two yeah. o'clock in the morning, like, let's get Jack in the Box, yeah. you know, but. It's like it's just so hard for them to, to pick. I know my cousins, uh, um, what they do, they go to they go to um, Taco Bell and yeah. they get like uh, I forgot what it was. Like fries? Uh, no, it was. Uh, it's like this burrito, but it has like a, uh-huh. like black beans. Yeah. Well, a lot of these places and, are doing a, are starting to add a bunch oh, of yeah, vegan options. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was on a vegan, on um, yeah, when I was on a vegan diet, um, I went to this restaurant over by. The beach on North Beach, I think it was over there. It's called this place called Judah. What kind of, was it? Italian? No, it was just a vegan spot. I think it was Mexican. They had a burrito there that yeah. dip. It was hella good. Yeah. It was oh, hella good, yeah. bro. Uh-huh. So it's just the problem with vegan diet was I didn't miss meat as, as much as I thought I would, mm-hmm. but I miss dairy. Dairy, I miss like cheese. Yeah. So you uh-huh. so a vegetarian diet would be yeah. easier for you. Yeah, I could do. I could live off a vegetarian diet if I wanted to. I could probably do pescatarian. But yeah, then you're gonna but. have a ton of mercury. In it. But you know, you you give up something every time. But is that? But it's funny too because I always tell people that, and it's the same thing with gluten. Like a lot of people, you know, like they're turned off on this one particular thing. But like, do you guys know like why mercury is bad for you? No. Uh, Right, it's just like you, you know, like we're taught to like unsubscribe to like these certain things, but we don't even have the information to back up our claim. Yeah, that's know? true. Like, well, that's what, that's the thing is like with society, like people are gonna do what's trendy, yeah. right? Like everyone's on the keto diet; they don't know what it is, they don't know what it's about, and then mm-hmm. they're gonna do what everyone else is yeah. doing. Yeah. So it's 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 def it's definitely tough. Like that's why I always try to equip myself with the right information just in case like somebody approached me you know with information not that i'm trying to be like you know like this know-it-all person but i want to make yeah, sure i was about that... to say i feel like you like uh, are the type that would like food chain people like no, no not, <laughs> even, not even i just want to like i just want to make sure that i have the right information and if i feel comfortable with the person i'm talking about i want to make sure they you know because fuck i do my research motherfucker you do your shit too yeah, yeah. you know because yeah. if, if you want to if you want to argue and try to challenge my thoughts and i'm just going to challenge you right back yeah and we're gonna see you know who's who did the did the work did the homework yeah. whatever i hate that's when people I feel do about that politics to too though when people be like well that's not even good for you i'm like i don't care like worry yeah. about yourself you know like um there was i was eating an egg one time and then um it like fell and they're like well you shouldn't eat that anyway that's bad for you and i'm like okay but why? you know that's i don't know yeah that's like it's so crazy too because there's certain like what was that one um that one documentary that everybody watched and all of a sudden they're all the vegan. vegan. Oh, oh it's a, a what it the hell? Just yeah, pure bullshit. It was it's pure bullshit. Like I've, I mean, I'm pretty sure nah, a lot of the things yeah. that they 
that they they said had like you know some some validity to it, but then like they said and it was that, gross. It was just nasty. Yeah, which, which... It, it, well, the one thing that they did was they just they they made a good ass documentary. You know, I mean, they pretty much they they said what they needed to say to to sway a lot of these people's minds. But it's just like you're saying, you know, we get this information and boom, we cling onto it. You know, we don't even like do the research. Oh yeah, right? yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the thing is though, it's that if you do show, um certain sides of these documentaries where it's like how your meat is handled and Mm -hmm. which is to me there's no way around that i know that the meat that we eat is probably handled nasty it's like oh you know nasty ways um and then i've seen a bunch of like videos on um just on twitter just random feeds Mm -hmm. and uh i seen one where it was uh, a bunch of chicks in a little blender (laughs) <laughs> and they just turn that blender on and uh but they were, then they were oh, saying shit for? like but they were saying like, like that's, chicken nuggets. that's basically what chicken nuggets are made <laughs> oh. of yeah. oh my god see that was <laughs> like I know the they got the names from right that wanted to to push me to go towards veganism mm-hmm. is just because i i can't take that shit like the thought of like how meat Mis- is, is Mis- just yeah. mishandled yeah. and how they, they just distribute that out yeah. like it's nobody's fucking business and the way like they have like these um these gag laws too yeah. these gag laws to where like people can't go into these slaughterhouses and they can't well not film it or they just can't put what's going on you know in that building because obviously it's going to affect their sales well that's one of the but props it's just like, what the yeah. fuck one you know, of the props like, that was up for in his ballot was that uh, how they treat these animals um, yeah, it's, and but they were saying like it has to be able to like stand up and then turn around and then they, like it's not even like yeah because they can I'm sure that like people savvy people always find around a way mm-hmm. around all that yeah um, there's um a, a there's I actually found it through a sponsor but it's probably like the best way to get your meat even though it's you know like well the best way is probably hunting for your shit but it's just in California it's so hard but it's called Butcher Box and all of their meat is fully sustained they have tons of information you could actually go to their slaughterhouses and you could see how they handle their animals like it's all free range and if you guys want to look into that towards that it's called butcher box it's not a sponsor i wish it was a sponsor so we was getting paid right now but <laughs> eventually I you meant a sponsor for the prop well um no. well there's i don't know how or how to verify where halal meat is made and if it's legit but then there's halal meat but a lot of Muslims, they only they can only eat halal meat, oh. where they drain it completely oh, yeah. of the blood, and they supposedly kill the creature. And you have to pray over it five times. Shout yeah. out to all my Muslims out there. <laughs> yeah, but supposedly that, and then that's expensive. Like that meat's actually expensive to buy, yeah, um, but it's available. Like yeah. it's uh-huh. that's another option. My um, when I was going through aviation school, I got hella close to my Muslim partners, and um, ah, what well, damn, they're gonna kill me. Eat. It's one of their it's one of their holidays. It's like a huge uh, Muslim holiday, but pretty much what it represents is you know the story of Abraham to where you know he was talking to God and then God told him to hold down his son and, and to kill and slaughter his son. And then right when he was about to do that, God told him to stop. Yeah, and yeah. God just wanted to test his um, his devotion and, and his faithfulness to you know. Um, and, oh, but, that the holiday around around yeah, the fasting. Well, that, that's, Ramadan. Well, at the end of this, yeah, yeah. So, so what they do is like they they slaughter a goat for that, and 
to like they pray over it and they make halal. But I remember they would bring me some of that meat and I'd be hella juice. Like, oh, I got some, I got, I got some, uh, some holy meat right here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they supposedly like drain it completely uh, out of the blood before. Yeah, they had to have like a ceremony and yeah. stuff. And, but like they say a lot of, um, a lot of the reasons why like these religions have, um, like these, like you're not supposed to eat certain things was because like back in the day they were like giving people sicknesses, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, people like there, there's reason for pork. that. Like and, you know, pork pig carries and, you know, all kind of diseases. Like a kosher, like they can't eat seafood. Right. Yeah, that's, that's fucking crazy. Wait, you know? Muslim people? No, um, uh, kosher, uh, juice. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, they can't. Yeah, I'm fucking. I'm not wrong. I gotta look that shit up. <laughs> Jewish person over here, motherfucker. You don't know shit. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that's. Uh, there's always. I mean, what about pig though? Like, what do you think about pig? Uh, Filipinos eat pigs. Yeah, and I love it when I go to a Filipino party. <laughs> I actually don't eat that when I go to any Filipino. Um, there's so when um. Cause like out here in the city, like there's so many like Filipino restaurants, whatever. Yeah. And I never was really big into Filipino food unless it was like my family's. Like I was like super like particular. But um, you know, living like with her grandma, um, you know, like she, in Hawaii, she was raised with a bunch of Filipinos. So like every week, I would always like run and go give, uh, get like get her Filipino food. And uh, I just grew like accustomed to it, to it. And like now I crave that shit. And like there's like this one particular. Um, plate that 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 i like it's called crispy pata it's pretty it's just it's, yeah, it's yeah. big it's pig's feet yeah but like the way like they deep fry it and like they deep fry it again yeah. and after they drain it out they probably deep fry that motherfucker again because yeah. it's crispy as fuck and it's just hella good and um it's crazy because wow, i fucking love pork bro like, well I wonder if it's tied to anything because um because i think in asia in general there are a lot of like pig is pretty popular mm-hmm. um at least southeast Asian? Well, in Latin America too, you know. Yeah. Like showing us big, like uh, I was talking to, um, I remember like, Tito was saying, like, like in, in Puerto Rico, like that's fucking all they eat out there is, is, is showing. Yeah. See, I wonder if you can tie anything, maybe like a condition or, or um, maybe more popular, mm-hmm. you know, disease that that happens to yeah. Puerto Rican people, yeah. um, or any countries that eat a ton of pig, or their history goes down the line where they eat a ton of pig. Yeah. And I'm sure you can, you can find something. Um, you know, Salvador, it's more about seafood. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, you know, wherever, like, the region that you're from and stuff. Yeah. yeah. What about, sense. have you had the, um, bullet? Yeah. Never. I've tried I've it. Had it. Yeah. yeah. I've, I tried it just to say I tried it. And Can it, you, like, taste like the... It tastes like pure fucking rotten eggs. It, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I mean, when I, it was pretty, it was bitter. Nah, that's I, I thought, I expected so it. But, like, is there, like, actual, like, fetus yeah you feel something you it's not like it, it, like, it depends just, what kind you get but i just i was trying to take it just so i could be open-minded yeah and i just i don't get it yeah. i don't get why i would i would ever choose to eat that but i i tried it and i didn't think it was just that bad i had it with a shot of tequila i like my filipino dish i like is um dinagong which is just pure like oh, yeah. Pig's blood. blood. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like the dark. Yeah. It's yeah. hella good. Chocolate. Yeah, chocolate meat. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like so I'm like Mexican, Filipino, and Italian. Like, there's nothing that we are, like, we don't eat. We don't you know? Yeah. 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 But I, I feel like I have the best of like the foods. Yeah. They. Yeah, for sure. So I feel Italian, like Italian food is like for for, for me. Sure. I think Central Americans they have a lot of salt in their food. Like, uh, super salty. Um, I don't think we really have. Actually, no. 
but pretty much a lot of it has to do with like eggs, beans. We have a lot of soup, just mm-hmm. all kind of soups. But it's mostly, my experience has been seafood. Yeah. It might be different in a different country in Central America, but I know everybody in Central America eats beans. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's one, one of, huge thing. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> one of like the, the things that I look forward to every Thanksgiving is when my El Salvadorian Thea makes pan con pavo. Yeah. Oh my God. I like, I fucking love that shit. Yeah. It's, in, it's so good. In El Salvador, they have actually have it. It's 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 a turkey, but like they season it up with like a yeah. bunch of like red sauce and like me well, me and me and Pona made it before. It actually came out pretty good, but I just I love it. You know, and you make it like a sandwich, like a turkey yeah. sandwich. Yeah, oh, it's basically okay. a turkey sandwich. Yeah. Um, but in El Salvador, they just have it in the street. It's kind of like you have somebody. It's set not up just a shop. for Thanksgiving. Nah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta go out there, the bro. Street. And the pupusas are actually like the size of your palm. Mm. Do you guys eat a lot of those at home? No, I actually never did growing up. That unless I've like my auntie one. was over. You've never had a pupusa? Oh my goodness. Oh. I don't think so. Yeah, we know what we bring in the next podcast. Yeah. Um, oh my god. But that's like lumpia. Like everyone's like, oh, bring some lumpia. I was like, we never make lumpia. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Because pupusas are yeah. actually not. They're probably the most American popular yeah. Salvadorian dish. Like burritos. But it's like. Yeah. You know, I was so disappointed yeah. the first burrito? time I went to <laughs> yeah. Mexico. There was no burrito. It's funny because burrito was invented by you other, down the street in Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> other Latinos call or Central Americans call uh, when they see a Salvadorian and they notice they realize they know they're Salvadorian. They say cara de pupusa. I mean, it's pupusa face. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just every time. But uh, it's we we have a ton of good shit. Yeah. Um, that's pupusa was probably the last thing that we would ever eat and if we did eat it we'd actually go to a restaurant and eat. yeah we didn't yeah. have that much of it in my them? house yeah you guys don't make them? my grandma my auntie did rest in peace but she other than them two no not really yeah they're easy to make too mm-hmm. i mean i never tried it. i've never they tried said. either but I, i've seen the process yeah oh um yeah seafood is probably the best shit that I ever have ever had when I go to El Salvador. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. I'll fuck me up some seafood. Yeah, that's my We're supposed favorite. to go. When? Whenever. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um. But yeah. That's what's up, man. Fucking, we're talking about hella food right now. We went into like strict no, diets, and all of a sudden, oh, I got some, I got some food for I'm you sorry. right here. Um. Shout out to Pona. She just made some tum yum soup. If you don't, if you never tried tum yum soup, it's a, it's a Thai soup. It's a kind of a sour and su- sweet and sour. I think I've had and, it before. Uh, I think she was scared. I kind of fucked up because um, I only bought one tray of uh, shrimp. Um, I should have bought way more. I should have bought like four of them. So it's like very <laughs> scarce in there. You got to, to dig through for the shrimp. And I got the small. Well, I mean, when I bought them, they were like medium size, yeah, but they shriveled up hella small. The Cuban portion. Yeah, for real, man. But um, yeah, shit. We're at an hour and ten minutes. Um, Rico, you excited about tomorrow? Oh yeah, I'm excited. I mean, everybody should be. I'm more than scared because I know it's election day, um, and uh, it's gonna be a lot closer than a lot of people expect. Yeah. Did you guys vote already, or are you guys doing? I have my ballot right there. I know, um, I have to do it when tomorrow. I go to. Uh, yeah, I'm going. Yeah. I'm actually going person about with my mom tomorrow. That's tight. You guys oh. are exercising your guys' rights. Yeah. My dad went to Michigan this weekend. I asked him, I was like, did you vote already? He's like, no. He's like, how am I supposed to vote in Michigan? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so we yeah. have to like send his in. But how long is he in Michigan? Michigan for? Two weeks. Oh, shit. He's out there looking for houses. Yeah. 
So, so. Yeah, yeah, but that's that. Yeah, it was it was so crazy too because I'm glad you were here to help me out. It's just there's so much stuff. Like the propositions, they're not necessarily straightforward, but at least you can kind of read through it, you know, just so you can give like your overall reaction to it. But then as far as like the like the uh, officials, like the offices and stuff. It's oh just, yeah. Damn, like I, I don't know, know none so, of these people. So many. Yeah. And then I yeah. like had to leave. I had even asked uh, my mom asked one of my aunts who's in like the school district, like for the Pittsburgh one. I'm just like, I don't even know any mm-hmm. of those. Um, but yeah, when I, I was like listening to podcasts or I was on YouTube, just like listening to everyone's like stance on it. Yeah. It's so, uh, it, I was, cause I have like the spreadsheet where it was just like, you know, like my notes and like what I'm voting and everything. I literally right. was like deleting, like changing on myself. And I was like, no, like I have to like stick yeah. to like what I initially Well, at least felt. you guys were actually looking into who actually entices you. Cause you could either be voting red or blue or whatever. And, yeah. and that's just how you vote. But, yeah. um, but it's cool that you guys are looking into who these people are. Yeah. Although that's the part that gets tricky is that we're voting these people in and we don't personally know them versus the proposition is like when we're voting on a proposition we know somebody Mm -hmm. that's always affected by these propositions so you can go ahead and ask them or or just take their perspective it's scary too because like when like for example like i did the same thing that nay did i was on youtube and i just wanted to know like each of these people's stances and overall like they might spill out like this you know okay yeah it's good this message that they're spilling out is good but like do we really know like their true intent and if they're like a good person because that's how yeah. i want to measure like are you a good person you right, like right. you come from a sincere place or you're just doing this just on some politician a shit, judge you know? of character yeah, yeah exactly you know like you're just spilling out all this information but it's all fucking lies so it's just it's it's tough and i think that's definitely like a flaw is how hard they make it like I just want something on my phone to where, okay, it's election day. I got the notification. Boom, I could do it right there. And I, but it's, well, yeah, there's it's, a lot of hoops that you have to go through. Yeah, for sure. And then it's so easy to rig a system now. I mean, as we've seen, I mean, it was, the system wasn't rigged, but it's definitely influenced. Um, and then being people being, you can always count on people being influenced easily. I mean, you can just write them a check or whatever it is. People just get influenced easy. So it's hard to trust just anybody um, yeah. with these type of de- decisions. Uh, but I mean, we don't really have a choice yet. So, but besides to pick one and just hope you choose the right one, that's that's really it yeah. at this point. Uh, but I don't know. It's funny because that you mentioned if we had some type of notification on our phone. I think J. Cole rapped about like there should be an app. Yeah. That, that shows where my tax money is going and where yeah, I would like it to sure. go. Yeah, for sure. 100%. 100%. <laughs> but <clears throat> that's the thing, though. It's like we, I mean, it's better than not doing it at all, not yeah. voting at all. No, yeah, and yeah, for sure. You yeah. just got to hope Like a lot of women I was telling you, I was just like, damn, like, is it okay to leave some of this stuff blank? Because I just don't want to just mark anything out randomly. Yeah. No, you know, yeah, and then my yeah. vote goes to something that yeah. I don't even really believe. So it is okay to leave something blank? Yeah, I would think so. If you're not certain on something, I don't see why you should force yourself to. I know. In the uh, podcast I was listening today, they were saying if you don't know, then you just stick to what it is right now. So, like, if it's yes or no, you know. What like, podcast? That's a good idea. Um, but I know. That's how I am. I listen to so much shit. I'm, yeah. I'm like, fucking. But the proposition was, was uh, I think that was, because Proposition 8 was obviously the hardest one. That was um, the... Um, that was dialysis. dialysis. Yeah. yeah, that was that was that tough. was hard. And then 
the easiest one was the daylight savings one. Yeah. I mean, the reason why I picked yes is because I want to get home and be able to take my dog to the dog park before it's dark because they close the dog park oh, yeah. when it gets dark. So. I don't, yeah. I don't you know, mind. It's such a selfish reason. Yeah, I don't care either way. I think we're just so used to it. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like yeah. in Alaska, like it's like sunny yeah. all day long. Yeah. For real. But, um, I didn't realize too, there was like Prop 9 where they were trying to split up California and they just on, like took it off like. Yeah, they oh, took it off. Yeah. The I'm like that's so dumb. Yeah, that's... they were even laughing when the like when the person was talking about it. They like, wanted to divide it up in three, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Silicon Valley like, specifically being one there. Yeah, the northern and southern. So Silicon Valley would be its own. Uh, not just Silicon Valley, but yeah, pretty much. That's sick. Well, I mean, I kind of understand. Well, because like, ta- their taxes are driving the working class, like uh, in, yeah. in Fresno and you know, the, all the way deep in the middle of California, yeah. up and those motherfuckers hate, you know, all these white collar. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. When I was um, <laughs> in um, when I was in New Orleans this week, I was talking to my Lyft driver, and he was from um, where was he from? He was from Detroit, and he just took the way he was talking about how like he could just drive to. Atlanta and it's like three hours, you know, or drive to another state and it's like two hours away. But like in California, and like he was asking me, he was like, "How far is like the Bay from LA?" And I was just like, oh, "That's like a six, seven hour drive, really, depending on traffic." And he was like, "For real, it's that far?" I'm like, "Yeah, like California is super big, yeah. and like in, in the, the middle part of our state, it's five like, hours if you're a real one. Oh yeah, if you, <laughs> if you leave like at four o'clock in the morning or whatever. But like the middle part of our state, like it's just, it's not even really California, really. Yeah, good yeah. You know, my mom grew up in the Central Valley, and I used to hate going over there for the summertime. It was horrible. You know, just a bunch of fields. Well, a lot That's of people we got food though. <laughs> they they uh, don't. Have, a lot of people don't think about the north, that real north yeah, yeah. part of California. Yeah. It was like super Rico, green, sure. and, and and then um, I mean, you ask anybody from outside the state what they think about California, they'll probably tell you palm trees mm-hmm. and beaches. But mm-hmm. our beaches up here don't look like that. Our and our beaches are beautiful too, but they're more rocky, a little cooler. Um, but it's just crazy to think how like you can absolutely take one city and it paints a picture for the entire state. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I went to a meeting on Friday and this lady's from um, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. And she was like, it boggles my mind because she comes to the California like every so often. She like, it boggles my mind when people are wearing shorts with Uggs. She was like, we wear Uggs at back home because it's cold and it's snowing <laughs> yeah. and people are wearing it yeah. out here and with shorts and you know like it's hot outside. She was like. You guys are crazy. Like you guys are. We, we got it made just because. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. in Southern California, I mean, it's it's nice all year round. It only rains yeah. like three times a year out there, but out here, you know, we got like a variety of like the weather and. Yeah, and you can just yeah. go over a bridge to get another. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. I could not live in snow. Oh, yeah, I yeah. couldn't either. Yeah, I don't so think I could see myself weird. shoveling, or even trying to take ice off my windshield yeah. in the morning. <laughs> just that's, the- that's horrible. Yeah. I just don't good. do good in cold weather like my body just shuts down (laughs) shuts down it does man like especially now too so like there's a this this parking lot that we park all of our uh, planes when it's not at the gate and uh, it's like where the water is and it's so crazy because like at the gates where the terminals are like it's cool like i could work like this but then when you just go across of the runway like just like two miles down it's yeah. a completely different thing to where it's like you have to have like your beanie your big ass jacket it's freezing out there you know it's just barely you can hold your tools and shit you're like shaking 
Well, it's different from if I go to Pittsburgh to San Ramon. Oh, like, yeah. I can go with a sweater yeah. on, then yeah. I have to, like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, San Francisco to just right over the... How, how long is the bridge? Five, five miles long? The bridge? Yeah. Nah, bro. How long? Uh, San Francisco from end to end is seven miles. It's probably, like, a mile. The Bay, the Bay Bridge? Yeah. Five miles? Maybe three, four? I don't know. We gotta look that up. Yeah. yeah. But I don't to end San Francisco seven miles, so it's not five miles. Well, San Francisco's small as shit too. If you think about it, so it's probably three miles then, if it's six miles. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but anyways, uh, she's got to go over that bridge and then experience a whole different. Oh, like, what about that new proposition though? Which one? Where they're they're gonna make they're gonna connect the bike miles. lanes. Eight miles? No. What? Uh, what? From San <laughs> Francisco? I think you're thinking straight up Angel Island. And then you oh, stop there. Oh, I'm just there. thinking of one bridge. No, I'm thinking about the oh, whole from, thing. Oh, from, from, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to say. Yeah. But, um, damn, you had me convinced it was short. <laughs> I don't know if that's... I was literally thinking of the like... Bay Bridge, like the... Yeah, I'm thinking end to end Bay Bridge. From Oakland to San, San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. It's... But did you see that? Oh, you which don't one have... is it? I seen it from you. Wh- which one? They're mm-hmm. gonna make a, a, a bike lane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's Bay dope. Bridge. That's, that's gonna be hella tight. That's dope. I mean, that'll be a yeah. solid bike ride. That's not one that we you can, can use as a commute. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be tired of shit when we get there. You know, I'm sweaty and shit. Especially yeah. if it's eight miles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. Um, but yeah, that'll be dope. They put a. Uh, bike but i hope it goes all the way it's not one of those halfway just to angel island and back well i mean they have the bike lane from the new bay bridge to angel island what is it called angel island treasure island oh treasure yeah, island yeah um yeah because if they go all the way to the city man that's lit that's gonna be dope this is gonna be is hell. there even room like i was just on the bridge on <laughs> yeah <Yes>. so <laughs> i think they're just building it from from Oh yeah, because it's from Treasure Island to, to San Francisco, a, not the other way. There's gonna be a lot more suicides too. Yeah, <laughs> well, San Francisco was though the Golden Gate Bridge was like the suicide capital for yeah, a while. For sure, where people um, just committed suicide. Was, um, Mario Rubio, his old, oldest brother, is like a painter for the Golden Gate Bridge, and uh, I remember they were, they were telling me I was listening to the conversation, and he said that they see fools jumping off all the time. That's crazy. Yeah. All the time. That's there was, scary. There was a documentary on Golden Gate Bridge about suicides. Yeah. And one dude jumped off. And he said when he jumped off, halfway down, he was like, fuck, I don't want to die. He hits the water and then he... He just, survives? So, yeah. So, he, he he knew his legs were just done. Yeah. And so, he felt something swimming underneath him. And he was like, fuck, if I didn't die from this jumping off the bridge, I'm going to get eaten by a shark. <laughs> but oh, what wow. happened was, I guess, it was dolphins. And they were swimming around him, and it was keeping him afloat. Oh, shit. Yeah. I swear, if that wasn't a sign that he needed to live, then, but then he ended up, probably he survived. Yeah. Right? All right, we're yeah. at an hour and 20 minutes. I think we did pretty good. Any closing out words? Nope. Um, just, I don't know. Diet-wise? Yeah, yeah do, what, do what's best for you, not everyone else. Yeah, yeah you just okay. try out a diet. Try out keto. Why not? And to see if it works out for you. If it doesn't, at least you can cross that off the list. Okay, so go to New Orleans. <laughs> try a diet that works for you. Tomorrow is voting day. Actually, fuck diets. Just eat what you want. Eat what you want, man. Only live once. Yeah. Be a fat fuck all you want. <laughs> but that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for rocking with us. This is the podcast Posse. 
Hashtag what's real, and we are out. Bye. Till next time. Bye-bye. They make fun of Latin people for eating, uh, what y'all eat? Beans, rice, corn. Listen, that's not a reason to hate a motherfucker, all right? It's funny, but it's not a reason to hate. The only reason these things are even an issue is because nobody knows what white people eat. You've been very good at keeping that shit a secret amongst yourselves.